Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Russ Terry, founder and CEO of Life Coach Radio Network. Today's sponsor is Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. Listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want. Get a free audiobook when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash lifecoachradio. That's audibletrial.com slash lifecoachradio. And now, here's today's show. Hi, this is Amanda with Beautiful from the Inside Out. Frida Corcoran will be joining us shortly. And today we're going to talk about finding a voice in the noise. So it's really going to be a way of, you know, all these, the, it's such a chaotic world, it's such a, a busy world, and this will provide a way to really be able to pull your voice out of the noise. So it looks like Frida is connecting now. Let me bring her in. And Frida, are you there? Hello. Hi, Amanda. Can you hear me? Hi. Yes, fantastic. How are you? How are you? Good. It's great connecting. Um, I was just starting to explain um, the introduction to the show, so just a little bit about um, about finding our voice. So how have you been since the last call? Good. You know, it's so, it's so funny because it's like a month has passed since we last spoke and it just doesn't feel like it right I mean I know um it, it was just just like this weekend where Amanda said hey you know our show is, is coming up and I was completely caught off guard so um no, it was yeah I, this month. I looked at the because I, I guess since it fell on the first I looked at the calendar I said oh my goodness it's tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if that's a good sign or a bad sign. I guess, like, it's good because it shows that we're really busy in our day-to-day mm-hmm. lives. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just really busy, um, having a really good and, I think, productive uh, time. I think um, last time when we spoke, I, I just caught you up on some things that I was doing. You know, I was finishing up some um, coaching programs and certifications. Um, I think I had mentioned last time that I was contributing to uh, um, writing an article, and I shared yes, that yes. article with you. Um, so I, I contributed an article to an INFJ forum, and it, for those of you who don't know, um, it's that Myers-Briggs typing. So I type myself as an INFJ, kind of like slash INTJ. Um, so I contributed an article for Introvert Spring, if anyone wants to um, take a look at that. So that's been really fun getting back into writing. Um, and I'm trying to imagine my gift for you. Oh, thank you. Thanks. Um, and we'll talk a little bit more about that during um, this call about, you know, just really finding your unique voice and and really exploring that. But that's always been a passion of mine. And also, you know, just trying to um, think of ways to help my mom launch her her side business. So um, it's mm-hmm. been it's been really <laughs> busy, but in a good way. And I feel yeah. like 
um, for for those of you who know, and Amanda certainly knows this about me, you know, I was kind of like in a dark period of um, just really being um, uh, a little lost and just not being able to express myself um, in the ways that I wanted to. Um, and I feel like I'm I'm really coming out of my shell in, in a lot of ways in, in terms of just reawakening my creativity and, 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 and all of that. I think, so, you know, I, um, from, from the outside, I think seeing you really embrace and connect to the understanding of the introvert and, mm-hmm. um, and how it applies to you and how it can help others and kind of digging deeper and learning more and digging a little deeper and then learning more behind that. And I feel like that is really, um, it, it's kind of like giving you almost the permission to be. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. It, 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 it's a place where you're like, oh, it's okay. This is how I'm supposed to feel. Instead of wondering why maybe sometimes it felt different than how other people felt or why you felt a certain way about things and not understanding it. And it yeah. seems like once you really embraced um, understanding the introvert and um, being highly sensitive and um, bringing all that together, that it really, after that, it just, everything else has seemed fluid for you. Yeah, I, I really agree. I think for me and for a lot of people, and it, and, and it could be that you're, like you said, highly sensitive people, introvert, um, these these people tend to maybe not fit in with society or like you feel like like you just, you're not doing the right thing or you're, you just don't, it in you you're like the weird person and you know for those of you um, listening who are introverts you've probably heard growing up you know why are you so quiet why are you so weird what are you thinking about why are you so sad um and i agree i think for for a lot of people you know just really understanding yourself and giving yourself like you say permission um to be authentically you and be unapologetic about it um, mm-hmm. and know how, know how to work with your um, your set of skills, your set of kind of like the things that make you tick, understanding that about yourself and, and dealing with that in the society that we live in, which really, I think, gravitates and celebrates those people that are a little bit more out there um, that mm-hmm. are a little bold, you know, that are um, maybe, uh, you know, very upfront about, you know, how they deal with people versus uh, people that um, work with energy differently. So absolutely, knowing yourself is is very key in um, just kind of accepting yourself overall. Mm-hmm. I have to agree. So I'd love to oh, kind yeah. of segue. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's funny because I'm like blah 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 blah, <laughs> but I wanted to uh, I wanted to ask how, how you've been and you know what you've been up to. Oh sure, you know it's um it's been a busy couple of weeks for me. Um, I have also been struggling with this never-ending bug, and mm-hmm. I've 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 moved on from bronchitis, and then it went into the flu, and I mean it's just been a really long winter for me and it's so unlike me to be sick. Um, but it just, I can't seem to kick this one. So I'm just 
uh, taking it in and one day at a time. But, um, you know, it's, it's interesting. I've had some, um, you know, I have the two businesses. I have the, the personal coaching and I have the business coaching. And the business coaching is relatively new. It's from last year. And I've, I kind of have gotten some, I guess you could say some signs and some confirmations that it's, it's actually made its name. And mm-hmm. there's been a couple of forums that um, I was able to connect with some of my clients and they had seen um, people that other people that needed help, similar services. And it was so reassuring that I made the right decision because, mm-hmm. you know, you think that it, there's a the sense of um, a validation sometimes, especially in business. It's you don't you never know how others are perceiving the work that you do if you made the right choice and um it, it kind of came together in unison where a few of my clients coincidentally all ended up in the same place in this online group that I belong to recommending <laughs> me to someone who needed similar services and I'm like wow like it was just like in harmony everybody was kind of popping up like oh you have to talk to Amanda but all right I guess I made the right decision and. That would be my second business with the coaching and the, the team of virtual assistants. And I've really enjoyed the growth of it. So it was just reassuring and, um, and validating to see that come together. Right. It validates like everything that you almost like you sacrificed to get yourself where you, you yeah. know, where you, where you are now. Mm-hmm. You're like in alignment so, with, yeah, yeah. with your goals. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was, that was really nice. I thought, um, and yeah, that that's pretty much it. I just have been trying to um, get my site up because I'm redoing my site for my coaching. So I'm working on that. And then I have a project that I'm collaborating on in May that's going to be for um, like curvy coaching and so forth. So that's coming together. So kind of like a lot of different things that have been keeping me busy. And it's it's been it's been a work in progress. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds exciting. You just now have to get rid of this cold. (laughs) I know. That's what's slowing me down. I feel like I'd have so many more things done already um, if I was in a different place. But, you know, it happened for a reason. You know, it made me slow down and and kind of take it one day at a time. So I'm enjoying it. Yeah, it's like you've got to enjoy the the, almost like the slow periods, right, where you you almost like your body shuts down so you can, you know, it's like you can take a rest. Like mm-hmm. against against your will. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So um, so yes, yeah, so I'd love to kind of dive into today's topic and um, you know, really be able to help the audience and help them hopefully find their voice and figure out some tools to differentiate how to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, I it, guess it was- we can start out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. We we it's just that we can't see each other. So sometimes I I, I don't mean to I don't mean to um, interrupt Amanda, but sometimes you know it's like I need to look at her face. <laughs> um, we so need to feel each other's vibe face I to face, know. like I miss our high fives and our hugs. <laughs> we used to be huddled up like right next to the speaker, talking back and forth. It's so much different doing it remotely. It, it is. It really is. It's like we feed off of each other's energy, and it's like off the wall. Yeah. <laughs> like we can't wait to get the next word in, but meanwhile the other words is still talking. 
So I know, um, yeah, that I interrupted you before you were um, you were go- going into the the deep dive of the of this uh, theme of our show. Yeah. So I figured, um, you know, basically, just so I wanted to go over some what inspired us to for the show. Um, when I was talking to Frida, and we were trying to come up with some ideas, and I had this uh, thought that kind of came to me, and I love uh, Gary V. Gary V is like, you know, for anyone, it's V A Y N E R C H U K. I think I should, probably should have googled it first, um, but he, people call him Gary V because his last name is so long. But he's he's such an inspiration, and I love his energy and he had done a short little video the other day about business coaches and saying how, you know, or even working in business in general, I should say that you don't need to have a business degree to work in business. And I just wanted to run over there and hug him because I'm like, thank you. (laughs) I had so much experience um, myself working in law and finance and um, project management that working as a business coach after spending years as a coach itself, made perfect sense to me. But I recall when I had gone to SCORE, when I first was starting my business and looking for some direction, how to pull it all together, that the gentleman at SCORE had me in tears because he told me there is no way that you can start a business as a business coach without a master's degree in business because no one will listen to you. And you have to have $60,000 in the bank. In a physical office, you can't work from home doing this because no one will trust you. And I'm like, well, no, like, I'm thinking I've seen people with businesses that are virtual before. And I know all these people don't have $60,000 in the bank to start. And I know all these people don't have business degrees. So he just kind of just shot me down, broke me. And I, I thought it was over. And mm. I, I, I could have let him pull me out of alignment on something that I believe so clearly in. I could have easily let that be my self-sabotage moment and say, you know what, forget this self-employed thing. I'm going to go back and get a job. I could have given up. Mm -hmm. But I was um, taking a course at the time with Kim Luna called Be True Brand New. Amazing, amazing course. And she agreed to be my mentor. And it was the best thing I could have ever done. And I ended up 30 days later launching my business. And not just launching it saying, okay, I have a website. I mean, launching my business where I was producing income and sustaining myself without any, you know, breaks of income ever since. You know, not struggling, not just about making it, not, you know, skipping bills. I mean, fully functioning income producing business in 30 days. (laughs) And this person said, no, it can't be done. So I said, you know, people need to hear this message because if you if you're really crystal clear and you know what you want to do, no, and you you have the knowledge to do it, then do it. Mm-hmm. But when you start listening to all the naysayers, sometimes I think the negativity that comes in can be so distracting. And that was why I said, you know, finding your your voice and your your authenticity in the noise, because how do you know what to kind of step over and ignore and and push aside when you're looking for feedback? And you have to be able to differentiate 
yes, I'm going to take this one in and grab the advice. No, I'm not going to take that one. Thank you, but next. And be able to kind of differentiate until you get to your destination. And, and you know, I mean, that's a great point because, you know, you think about all the, like you say, all the naysayers as your, and it's all those voices in your head, right? It's all that chatter. It's like, you know, your parents or um, your, you know, those people that just said you weren't good enough. Oh, It's your own voice, like your own internal um, issues and struggles, your self-esteem, your issues with your confidence. And it's like, how do you separate that and go for your dreams? And I think, you know, this this has been a subject, you know, close to my heart for a long time because of my own personal struggles and, you know, always trying to narrow down, you know, m- my interest and finding out what I love versus, you know, um, really, you know, it's like some people are all about the, the end result and not not about the experience. And I think that a lot of people either don't know what they want or they think that what they want is not good enough. And then and and then it lends to what you're saying. It's like if if you have the, that chatter or those people that say you're not good enough, right? It's like mm-hmm. you bury you bury your your dreams and your desires and you lose touch with your authentic voice and over time you know you 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 almost lose that childlike wonder you know that that thing that makes everything possible right like so you use and it's like i just coined this you know you 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 lose your magic muscle it's like Mm. it's like we flex this thing you know, as we're growing up, where we can create anything for ourselves. And, you know, I'm a big fan of of that idea that, you know, it's never too late for you to discover or rediscover who you are. And, and I think that what you've done is like a wonderful example of just stepping out and going against, you know, the 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 the, the voice of kind of like rationality or, you know, like, the 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 right brain that says, well, this is what you need to do to get to this point. And mm-hmm. you know what? When you when you kind of do things that way, where you you're not listening to your authentic self, you lose that real magic. That's that spark that gets you to where you know where you are today, which is like mm-hmm. three three different clients that randomly all. Um, you know, give you great reviews in in this like random you know site. It's mm-hmm. like you know, it's like what 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 is it can do, you know, to get you to that place? And you know, I think that you know, it, it's never too late to get there. And I think even when you're older, you can appreciate um, the collective experience of like these obstacles, and you can be a more courageous person. Um, and mm-hmm. so, yeah, so I think that and, what the, the example you gave is is wonderful for people. Yeah, and just another thing to add to it that um, that had happened to me somewhat around the same time, you know, I belong to a lot of different networking groups on Facebook, and I remember 
saying what I thought. And I, I don't know why I was looking for the, the reassurance that I made the right decision, but I had asked for feedback in one of the groups saying, hey, I think I'm going to launch this business. What do you think? And of course, that, that opens you wide up for all kinds of feedback. And I had mm-hmm. two different people tell me that, no, you can't be the coach and the project manager and have the team. You can't do it because you need to have the coach separate and blah, blah, blah. Of course, this is coming from someone who's a coach. And I'm like, no, I don't think it has to be separate. It makes sense to me because if I'm talking to the person and I'm understanding my client and I'm understanding what they need, and then we're going into project mode and I'm setting everything up for them and putting in right into connection with the best possible person that can help them and the team is ready to go, to me, that was perfect harmony. And nobody out there was doing that. Everyone was the coach and then go find your own assistant. Or they were project managers, but not a coach. And the project manager would manage the team. But nobody was bringing the two together. And it just made perfect sense to me. I'm like, why is no one doing this? And as time has gone on and when people stumble across me, it takes me them a minute to understand what I'm doing. And I have to explain it. But once I explain it, they're like, oh, I get it. And people love it because they talk to me, we work through the problem, and then the team does the work. We talk to, talk about it, we work through the problem, team does the work. And it just makes so much sense. And, like, I wish when, you know, I was starting my business and I had a coach that he could have said to me, I have someone that can do this for you. Because I probably would have had much better momentum because there wouldn't be a chance for me to back out of it. Or there wouldn't be a chance for me to give up because it's going right into action. It made so much sense. And it was just from my own experience. And so, again, I had to differentiate what was valid advice and what was something that I had to just kind of put aside. What gave you the courage to think kind of outside the box or, you know, to really have confidence in your thinking creatively and not thinking like everybody else? Like, what was it that got you to that place where you were like, no, this makes this makes perfect sense. I think um, that I needed it to work because I work really, really, really well under pressure. Not everyone does. I work really well under pressure. And at the point when I had launched this business, I was on unemployment. And unemployment allows you to start a business if they approve. But because my unemployment just about had ran out, I had 30 days to pull this off. So it was this or nothing. It was this or get a job. So you know what? (laughs) I didn't want to go back to work again. I don't want that lifestyle. And I had to be committed. So, and something about, as much as I want to like strangle that guy's score because he was just so horrible, there's that little part of me inside that was like, I'm going to show him. <laughs> Maybe it's the New York in me. I don't know, but you can't tell me I'm not going to do something. What? No, it doesn't work like that. So the part of it was just that little fire that that puts under me. That what you said I can't do it. Watch me. So that's, um, and that's good for yeah. people to hear that it, it's you know really finding that thing that motivates your kicks your butt you know into action mm-hmm. and it was funny because there's this new movie called eddie the eagle it's about this 
Olympian who, you know, everyone told him that he couldn't do it. He was, I don't think he was the most athletic person in the world. He, he, he didn't have this kind of experience. You know, everyone said he wouldn't do it. And I think he went on to be this uh, great Olympian in this particular sport, which is like uh, some kind of skiing competition. But he, he, I think the actor that portrays him said that what fueled him was actually the rejection. (laughs) So anyone that said no to him, it was like fuel for him. So it's really finding for for people in particular, what is it that fuels you? So some people have that fight in them that's like, no, you know, that, you know, stubbornness of saying, you know what, I don't think you're right. So having that little sense of yourself that you know what is right, and I think that's what's interesting about your story is like, even though it had never been done before or, you you know, other people kind of didn't understand how kind of obvious it was, which you, which you saw it. So it's really having, knowing what motivates you and also having that confidence in something that you see that no one else sees. Yeah, I agree. Um, tell me about, I'm just kind of curious, tell me about a story of of maybe a journey that you've had, of maybe a personal struggle, an obstacle, you felt something was missing, um, that you were able to kind of turn around maybe. You know, I was trying to think long and hard about the story of, of personal obstacles and, you know, you know my issues with one of these major components or missing pieces was really understanding myself and how I work and how I um, how I deal with things emotionally and how I can adjust um, kind of on the day-to-day. But for me, I think I have a similar story about listening to my gut and about, gosh, I would say it's almost two years ago, um, I had finished, I had just kind of finished four years of working at a, like a corporate, in a corporate environment, and I just didn't have it in me anymore to, um, to just do something very monotonous, and I remember around that time I, um, was having kind of personal health issues, and I think it was related because sometimes, you know, you just kind of your body can't take it anymore, and I took some time off, and um, and I just decided, and this was me listening to my my voice and my my kind of internal GPS, and I said, you know what, I don't think I want to go back. And around that same time, um, that I kind of said, you know what, I'm not going to go back out of fear. And I think that's what a lot of people do, and you you kind of alluded to that before. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. people want their 9-to-5 job and have that, that sense of safety and security. And, you know, I got to the point where I was so aligned to what my body needed, what my mind needed, that I was like, I, <laughs> I'm just not going to go back. And something will happen in the universe to kind of turn it all around. And this is where I get kind of spiritual 
and kind of out there. Um, but I was like, okay, I'm just not going to go back. And around that time, um, it was just kind of like magical. I found another another job, and, and the job that I was um, going to leave somehow, um, there was a reorg. There was a reorganization, and I would have lost my job anyhow. So it was wow. like interesting. It was like you have to really listen to your, your, your internal voice. And while this – Well, I just have to – I don't want to interrupt you, but I just want to say that's so funny because that's when I, if you remember, when I left my job, I was ready to give notice and I was meeting my boss for lunch, ready to quit. And he's like, I was thinking about making you an offer and he was giving me a severance. So it's really funny when you really listen, your your intuition is usually right if you actually act on it. Absolutely. And... And I think that's what's so funny is that people don't listen to their instincts. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't listen to their internal uh, clock. And, you know, I have a friend who, you know, recently had a, a situation with work and, you know, she 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 knew kind of what was, what was up but didn't listen to her intuition. But, you know, so it, it happened that, you know, I did get another job. Um, and while it's not necessarily the, you know, creative outlet that I've been looking for, it allows me to have freedom creatively um, in my personal life. And so I've been able to, you know, really express myself with the things that I do on the outside, you know, having um, this podcast with you, being able to get back into writing, um, launching my entrepreneurial um, endeavors, um, just being able to, you know, um, have that freedom to to explore the things that I hadn't done for such a long time. So, you know, I mean, these are great things that we're bringing up. It's like, you know, what's your motivation? Um, are are you in tune with your instincts, with your um, inner voice? Uh, are you in tune with your authentic voice? Well, I just want to comment on th- that you had mentioned um, that this job gives you the ability to really bring out some of the creative things that you weren't pursuing. And I think that something I often um, tell my clients is that you know, I have people that come to me and they want to start a business, but they, they need money, you know, tell them, you know, don't start a business from a point of desperation and just for money. Like do it when you're ready because you can't start a business when you're desperate. Your mind is too clouded. Mm-hmm. But if you have a job that is not overly taxing and a job that, you know, it, it might even be almost boring sometimes. But if you have a job that does not really break you and does not exhaust you, then you have more mental capacity to put into doing the things that you love so that you can explore and to feel, feel fulfilled, allowing you that ability to trans, transition. If you have a job that's really sucking everything out of you, it makes it really difficult to transition from A to B because you're literally going to go hot and cold. There's no steps. There's no ladder or building mm-hmm. because at the end of the day you have nothing left to give. But if your job is not sucking everything out of you, then you can still give a little more when you got home at the end of the day. And and I'll piggyback off of what you're saying right now. You know, in the past, 
what I would do is hide this um, feeling of of not being fulfilled creatively, and I would hide it in roles that were like um, they just kind of had me hide behind being a workaholic. So yeah. I'd be like, huh, huh, I work from, you know, from this hour to, you know, 8 o'clock every night, and there was nothing about it that was fulfilling. There was nothing about it that at the end of the day I felt some sense of, you know, um, pride in the, you know, well, that's not true. I mean, you always feel pride in the work that you put out, your output, but, like, you didn't feel like there was any sense of purpose, right? So you yes. hit this like I'm so tired and then when you come home you're just like you you drop out and Mm -hmm. I think that's good to point out is that you know if you're hiding behind something that really isn't fulfilling but it kind of drains you um, drains your energy to the point where you can't really think outside um, and and really explore the things that you want to explore you want to take a look at that you want to take a look at why it is that you're doing that to yourself and, you know, what are you hiding from? Exactly. The, um, <coughs> I'm sorry, I felt a cough coming on. I was trying to mask it. You know, um, um, you've been so good this whole call. I'm like, how are you doing it? I'm sipping on grape juice when you're talking. <laughs> I've got a line of cough drops next to me. Like, <laughs> So anytime I get quiet, it's it's usually because I'm trying to I'm swallow like, off the tobacco. She was unusually quiet. <laughs> no, it's usually me masking and cough. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I think it's great points that you're bringing up, though, because I'm, there's so many people out there. It's one of the most common things that people are have these jobs. They kind of just get up in the morning. They feel like half dead. They hate their job. They walk in. They look around. They're miserable. They leave. They come home. They're even more miserable because now they're tired because they just got home from the job that they hate. And it's just this vicious cycle mm-hmm. that feels like there's no way out. But it seems when you're in that place, it makes it feel like getting your own business is impossible because it feels so far away. Mm-hmm. Cause you can't even imagine the transition because there's no energy left but you know even if you have to take a a, a step down in a, a lower income bracket if it's something that you want to transition or you want to have that that space to to fulfill yourself and maybe it's not even a career maybe you want to explore music or dance or a hobby and you know that or a family even you know but you you don't have the ability to introduce anything else into your life because you're tapped out so, yeah. you know, your purpose doesn't have to be a career. Not everyone has to be an entrepreneur. And I think that's something to mention, too. Your purpose might be, who knows, it might be volunteer work. It might be singing. It, there's so many things that um, that can be your passion. And, and, you know, it doesn't have to necessarily be a business. Right. I mean, I think we were talking about it earlier today. It's like, you know, what is it that your your hidden talent is? And, you know, we we live now in an age where you don't have to follow the rules anymore. You can, you really have the opportunity to 
follow your own voice and, you know, create your own personal brand. Be be that, you know, like you say, um, is it art? Is it um, expressing yourself through blog? Is it some kind of live journal where you're just kind of putting out your own thoughts to yourself, you know, about what you do every day? Um, how do you communicate in the world? Um you know the, the pictures you take, the 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 podcast you 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 have with a friend, um, writing that book, writing that ebook, um, making that music. Bless you, did you sneeze? Um, you know we're <laughs> on that kind of <laughs> we're kind of on that brink of you know that human revolution where people don't fit the mold anymore, and we have the freedom to create whatever art, whatever. Um, form of expression there is, and you mm-hmm. know, I think I think you were saying earlier today. It's like, and and I've you know I've I've always been raised with this philosophy: is 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 what you can do is just you know fold a piece of paper <laughs> or fold that napkin the best way that you can. That is a form of expression. Um, mm-hmm. you, you see people every day. You know, it's like. You know they might they they enjoy and this is the most random thought that came to my head. It's like they might enjoy being in hot dog competitions. You know what I mean? It's just like whatever it is that you like to do, um, that you're that you that you enjoy. You don't even have to be good at something. It's just what joy does it bring to you that will ultimately like you know, um, just rub off on other people. So sometimes, you know, just seeing that person and I'll see someone that's just like so kind and 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 has the best customer service and just because of that they make my day or they smile mm-hmm. or they just kind of do that little extra something that makes you special and it just kind of goes a long way. Um I think that's what people need to to kind of give themselves permission um, to just. It's all about expression and communication, and mm-hmm. what what is it that you're? And like I said, it's something that you don't necessarily have to be good at, but you have an interest because everything in this life you can kind of perfect by learning more about it. Um, so it's it's not really about how well it how well um you do something but how much you enjoy it and how how <laughs> you're willing to how how much you're willing to learn about it i i have a friend who she she does these talks for young people um that are you know young people between the age of 17 and 21 and she goes into these these you know schools and you know they're 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 ready to join the working world and she'll she'll ask them you know how do you discover your passion you know what is it that you're good at and how do you judge it and you know you know the kids will say well I want to be a doctor you know and I remember like people would come into class you know when you were a kid and you'd say something like that would impress them you know I want to be an astronaut and 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 it's really the difference of how how much motivation do you have to learn more about something? So mm-hmm. if the kid doesn't know necessarily, you know, 
if they want to know about if they want to be in the music business. So, you know, what 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 are the three things that you know about the music business? Or, you know, what is it that you want to um, do for, you know, if you want to work with cancer patients, what do you know about it? So it's mm-hmm. like really pay attention to what motivates you and what action you're willing to take um, to get to where you need to, to get, if that's what you really want. You know, it's funny. I was listening to um, a talk the other day with Derek Halpern, and he's big in, like, social media and business and so forth. Um, <clears throat> and uh, he was talking about uh, passive income. And the best thing you can do for passive income right now is create an online course. And, you know, people assume that to start your own online course that you need to be an expert and you need to have all these, you know, uh, things to show for it and you really don't I mean it doesn't have to be like an existing business per se if you're really great at who knows cleaning your 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 bathtub and making it sparkle and getting the the um the grout to really come in crystal clean and you have mm-hmm. this trick we'll do you could do a course on how to revive the bathroom or you know I'm oversimplifying but you know, everybody has something they're really good at, and it doesn't have to be a business. But what you're good at could become a business. So, you know, you might have a really great way with animals, and you start a business as a dog walker. And then all of a sudden, you decide, oh, I want to teach others how to make a lucrative dog walking business. So mm-hmm. something that that you've done that doesn't have to be like, you know, you don't have to be world renowned and and so forth to start an online course. You can do something basically that you're good at because somebody else wants to learn that same exact thing and start an online course. And and it's so easy to put together an online course. There's tons of platforms out there and um that's something really easy to do. And even if you're not tech savvy but you have the material, you can write the material out and somebody else can you know, that's actually what we do. We put the course together. We do the tech part of it and our clients write it out. But there's programs out there for everything, meditation, yoga, um, you name it. And then it becomes passive income. So people can go onto this website, buy your course, and you're sleeping at night. So, you know, there's so many different ways that you can step into um, your voice and get yourself out there and and express yourself that it doesn't have to be something that's necessarily even service based. And, and you know, it's funny because some people, um, it's like no matter, you know, some people feel like things are oversaturated, but that's not necessarily the case. You know, there's always a little bit something more that you can add um, with whatever advice or, like you said, coursework or doesn't necessarily have to be something like that. Um, I know that, you know, I'm kind of addicted to YouTube. I almost don't watch TV anymore. And mm-hmm. and a lot of it is like these young people, these YouTubers who are earning, like you say, passive income, just sharing their hobbies, their favorite hobbies, reviewing movies, um, you know, giving you makeup tutorials. Or, you know, like you said, it could be something that you're really good at. They know how to clean clean something really well or tie a tie. You know, there are things that that 
everyday people want to know how to do it or do better. So there's always an outlet can um, express and and yes, you can make it. You can it can you can keep it a hobby, and I think that's one of the that's an advice that I heard one of the YouTubers gave is like you know start it out as a hobby so that there's no pressure and you know that the voice is still authentic and you're not you're not being motivated by money. You know, it's like you're mm-hmm. motivated by something pure, which is, you know, you're just sharing something that people are really going to enjoy because it's something that you really enjoy. Um, yeah. Well, that's a good way to money test the market, too. Absolutely. And it's kind of like a byproduct, whatever, whatever result is a byproduct of kind of like you being really pure about your message. Mm-hmm. Something that um, something else Derek had said in the in the talk the other day, which I thought was interesting, was um, find something that you know a lot about, then find a book on Amazon that talks about that book, and then read the reviews. And in the reviews are usually the people's pain points because they're going to say, "Oh, thank you so much for writing this. It really helped me with blah blah blah." And by the time you're done reading the reviews you've got your pain points and there's your marketing. I'm like, Oh my gosh, that was brilliant. <laughs> so like, it just was so obvious. And I'm like, I never would have thought of that, but mm-hmm. it's that easy to kind of pull it together. It could be that easy. And it's just finding what you like and just, you know, being willing to take, do the market research and, and look at it and, and pull it together and do, you know, whatever it is. It doesn't have to be an online course, but whether it be a service, whether it be a business, whether it be a hobby, whatever it is, just to um, to feel fulfilled. So it's funny because I was told these like last few <laughs> questions out of nowhere. But like, what keeps you hungry? Like, what still um, helps you? Keep dreaming, or you know, keep keep in tune with your voice or with your um, yeah, with your voice in in the noise or the void. Like, what what helps you to keep um, keep motivated? Um, I think keeping motivated um, is different than staying with my voice because keeping me motivated. I feel like it's um, based upon like who you surround yourself by and are there people that, you know, are are you around a lot of people that are negative and bringing you down or are you around people that are supporting you and excited about what you're doing and they're excited about their lives as well. So when you have people that are like, I'm really big in like the Tony Robbins community and I I like going to, um, the power team meetings and masterminds and things like that. And just hearing that constant flow, even just networking online and seeing other people's ideas and feedback and sharing, it keeps me thinking. It keeps me on my toes. I don't get comfortable because everyone around me is constantly thinking. So it keeps me focused. And Right. It's almost like you have to surround yourself with people that are raising the bar. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. There's that quote um, that they, I don't remember exactly the quote, but basically you're the sum of five 
the five people, the five closest people to you. And you also don't want to walk into a room and be the smartest person because then you're in the wrong room. Like you always want to be challenged. And I think by living by those two guidelines, you have no choice but to kind of keep your own bar high. No, I was like, (laughs) I was trying, no, it was funny because I was trying to, I was trying to do some background um, check of the quote so that, (laughs) so that I could um, (laughs) confirm your quote. Yeah. Yeah. You're the average of the five people. Yeah. You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And it's true, though, because if you're around a bunch of miserable people all the time, how could you possibly hold your head above water and, you know, make something out of anything? Because you're going to be looking at everything as doom and gloom because that's all you hear all day is doom and gloom. Mm-hmm. No, I I completely agree. I think, um, yeah, it's the environment. It's the energy that you surround yourself with. Um, and it's people that you look, you look up to. Like I always try to surround myself with mentors and people that are going to elevate me. Like you say, not, not, um, not keep me, keep me where I am or like below that. So it's like you, you, there's, and there's, what I've noticed as I've gotten older is that appreciate all the people that I come into contact with because everyone's a teacher. Like everyone, mm-hmm. everyone has a story and you learn something from every person that you encounter. Um, and there's this great, um, there's this great guy that uh, teaches um, body language. His name is Blake Eastman. And I think he shared a story with um, one of the, cl- with the class I went, I attended and he said that every person that he encounters um, is almost like a, a a a lesson for him on you know re- really listening. And he shared this great story about like just talking to a person, you know, kind of like a a, a person that was you know just kind of without a home and um, you know just outside in the street and he was standing outside of a bank and he said something like, you know, he shared he shared a story with him about kind of where he where he sleeps when the weather, you know, like when the weather is n- not nice. And it was funny because he said he kept the the knowledge that he got from this person and he and it helped him when he was like in another country and didn't have a place to sleep. And so I think, you know, that's one of the things that, you know, it's great about listening to to people and and mentors is just like everyone has a story to tell. And, like, when you hear something and it just kind of, there's something about it that rings true with you or to you or, like, you don't really necessarily know why you know something, I think there's something um, to be said about, you know, really appreciating everybody's journey and Mm -hmm. kind of, seeing how it can apply to you. So 
I think, you know, having people that are elevated and motivated and optimistic and have high energy, um, it just really puts you in a in a good place to to get you where you where you wanna be. Mm. And what do you think are some things that um that you do or maybe the listeners do that can really help them narrow down to find their voice? I think for me in particular is I always check in and, and you know, I, I would recommend this for anyone. It's like check in with yourself. And I think, you know, we, we talked about this throughout the call. Is like people really um, try to hide from their thoughts with things like overworking or, um, you know, drama and things like that that um, – keeps them from really living their true purpose. So really having times and moments where you check in with yourself. And you can check in with yourself in a number of ways. Um, A lot of people that are high energy might, you know, have a hard time just kind of slowing down. But, you know, if you give yourself, you know, 10 minutes of just like this quality time with yourself, and 10 minutes is not a lot, 10 minutes where you just kind of sit, sit by yourself, um, and just really ask yourself questions, like like really check in with yourself, and I think that helps me. Um, and I know I know for me, I'm, I'm a goal oriented person, and for a few years I just kind of stopped. You know, I stopped. I veered away from that. I don't think I needed it. I needed it because I needed to know what works for me and what doesn't, and what mm. works for me is setting goals. And you know that might be kind of harsh. You know, some people don't like the word goal. Um, you can use the word theme. You can use your you can use your your check in word. You know, what's your word for the year? Well, for me, I'm very goal oriented. So if I say I want to do this this year and I want to do this and and I'm setting five things that I when I finish this year off, this is what I want to see. Um, mm. But it doesn't have to look like that. But there's just one manner of way that you do check in with yourself um, and really ask yourself what it is that you want. And sometimes people forget, you know, so it's like how many times can you and in what ways can you reawaken or rediscover what it is that makes you happy? Even asking yourself what makes you happy or where, 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 what, what does it look like to be the happiest um, that, that I can be? at the end of this year? It could be a simple question like that, like what makes me happy? What makes me feel alive? What makes me, um, what is it that I want? So some people don't even know what, what they want. So just checking in is like the biggest thing that I would, would say um, that, the, that I do, and, you know, I would recommend that to anybody. Mm. How, what what, what are things that you do? Well, I was going to say, you know, just noticing, you know, the hobbies that you have and noticing where you find the most joy and asking, like, what else is what else is possible with that? What else can you do with that? Whether it be that it can, it doesn't have to be a career, like I said, but maybe there's something further you can, you can dive into, really step into it. So if you, and it could be something so silly, you enjoy singing in the shower and you notice that every time you get out of the shower, and you had a really good performance in there. <laughs> you, 
<laughs> really enjoyed it. Well, maybe you should be taking a singing class. Maybe you can, you know, do karaoke. Maybe you can, you know, maybe your hobbies need to be more fulfilling. Maybe it's not that you're a career person. Maybe you're, you know, um, a housewife, you're a mom. Career isn't really your thing. You're fully satisfied and content, you know, w- within the family, but there's still something that you want for yourself. So taking whatever it is and then pursuing it to the next level. Absolutely. And, you know, I would piggyback off of that and say, you know, um, if there's something that you've, you've always wanted to know more about and you, mm-hmm. and you have an interest in, just learn more about it without yeah. any kind of, yeah, without any kind of intention other than you, it's something that brings you a lot of joy and, and, and it just, it sparks your curiosity and your creativity. Yeah, it's just making more room for yourself and more room to play. Yeah, play. I like that. Yeah. So we're starting to wrap up for the last two minutes. Um, is there anything you want to share with our listeners before we go? No, I'm really, I, I, I feel really energized after this. <laughs> um, you want to go write a book now or something? I want to go write a book right now. <laughs> I want to go write a book right now. <laughs> so let me ask you, what are you going to do with this motivation? Where, where, how are you going to utilize this energy that you have right now? I know. I like. I really. I'm going to journal right now, and um, I want to have some um, something to share with the the callers next time. That's really exciting. So um, yeah. So that's kind of yeah, like curious. where I'm at right now. I'm like. I'm like. Like, that's why I needed a little. I needed that little boost. Oh, look at that! Oh no, I'm excited. See, I, I have a, I have a little bit of a heads up, um, an advantage over the listeners because I can call tomorrow and say, "So, what did you do?" <laughs> <laughs> right. I have a little upper hand here. The, the and, listeners and are in suspense for a month. Yeah, and it's funny because Amanda and I just kind of like feed off of each other. So it's like we could be on a on a, on a call for like we're like, oh my god, it's the two hour mark. Oh. <laughs> Thing where we'll say, okay, I just have to ask you one question. I promise I'm gonna be quick. And our idea of quick is anywhere from five to fifteen minutes, all in mind. And then suddenly it's forty five minutes. I'm like, we did it again. Like, we did it again. <laughs> And I think that's what's like, cool about like feeding off of each like people that are like have the same energy as you mm-hmm. is that you know it's like it's not a chore to speak to them. It's like always yeah. new. It's always like new and fresh, and there's always something that you get from what you what you like an aha moment after you speak with them, and you're like, oh my goodness. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I want oh, to so we already you know, killed thank two you. minutes. Yes. And I I survived this this, this call without um choking. I'm pretty proud. It's been a rough I, day. I'm so <laughs> proud of you. I'm so proud of yeah. you. <laughs> so I am excited for our call. We will be together on the first Tuesday of April. Um I did not check the date. I'm oh, trying to sneak right now, but April, 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 Saturday. It is on April 4th. No, April 5th. 
April 5th, we will be together. Yay. The first yeah. Tuesday. So, yeah, so everybody mark your calendars, 8 o'clock on April 5th, and we will be back. Thank you, Amanda. Thank you, Frida. Have a great night. You too. Good night. Okay. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone.